Surprise! Birthday boy Jake DeBrusque was a late addition to the lineup on Monday night against the Florida Panthers, and he came through in a big way, helping the Bruins to a 3-0-0 record to begin the season. We're going to talk about last night's game, update the Atlantic Division Power Rankings, and preview tonight's game against the Ottawa Senators here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, October 18th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube, so please open up your podcast app, go to YouTube, search up Locked On Boston Bruins, hit that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me and my dad jokes and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. So the Boston Bruins had earned two wins to begin the regular season heading into last night's action despite a bevy of injuries. We already know the ones to Charlie McAvoy, Brad Marchand, Matt Grizzlick, who are out to begin the season. Jake DeBrusque hurt in Game 1. Brandon Carlo injured in Game 2. So the situation was looking a little bleak for the Bruins heading into a game against the Florida Panthers, last year's first place team. As it happens, however, DeBrusque, who happened to be celebrating his 26th birthday yesterday, felt well enough after getting through a morning workout to give it a go, and he came out flying for the Boston Bruins. Head coach Jim Montgomery said... DeBrusque yesterday morning said he was feeling good. The plan was for him maybe to play tonight in Ottawa. And Montgomery said, why not tonight? And there he was, in the lineup, scoring two goals, adding an assist to pace the Bruins to a 5-3 win over the Panthers, giving Boston three straight wins to open up the new season. He said once he got the green light, he surprised pretty much all the boys, told them all good luck, knew he was going to come out strong, and that's exactly what he did. On the game's opening shift, he deflected a Carter Verhege feed with a strong stick through a passing lane, forced the puck out into the neutral zone, whacked the puck away from Gustav Forsling, chased it down inside the Panthers' blue line, fired a wrister, past Sergei Bobrovsky just 21 seconds into the game. Um, afterwards, Berger, or sorry, DeBrusque said, 
Bergeron was probably wide open in the slot, but he ultimately made a good decision, and it was nice to contribute. The best way to help the team, especially early on, and he was lucky enough to get one there. He did Bergeron a solid later in the game by setting up go-ahead goal with 7.25 remaining in the second period. Bouncing puck trickled past Aaron Ekblad at the point. DeBrusque soared through the neutral zone, beat Ekblad and Forsling to the loose puck, which is no easy feat. Corralled the puck, delivered a no-look backhand feed across the slot to Bergeron, who scored his second of the season. Montgomery, for his part, said afterwards that he's shocked by how smart of a player Jake is and his ability to make plays. He knew he could score goals, he knew he could skate, but he didn't know he could make as many plays as he does. And let's be honest, it's been a knock on DeBrusque that he has been somewhat inconsistent over the course of his career, but as far as Montgomery's concerned, coming in with some fresh eyes, his all-around game is continuing to develop. He's hard on pucks. He was hard on coming back to the defensive end. And he's been one of the Bruins' best penalty killers as well. So Jake DeBrusque finally coming into his own here. And we'd love to see this carry on through 82 games. Even the play on the empty net goal, uh, he was able to protect the puck spin around, find a lane. Montgomery said his hockey sense and how he sees the ice is well above the average hockey player in the NHL. And it's something well above what he was expecting. He thought he was a speed-scoring winger, but he's much more than that. And if DeBrusque can continue this all season long, then... The Brewers are going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially when Brad Marchand comes back on the top line. Since being put on the top line, he's been the Bruins' leading goal scorer. In 36 games since last February 19th, he's got 20 goals, two more than David Posternak. So credit to Bruce Cassidy for making that decision He's been kept on the top line to start this year, and it continues to pay off for the Boston Bruins. Jake says it's been different with a new coach, but he feels a bit more secure. Obviously, after everything last year, the trade request, now he has a two-year extension that he's starting in on, and it's been helping him just to have that mental security, to have that feeling of um, knowing where he's going to play in the lineup. And it's time to put it all together and keep it going night in and night out. And he even said that. It's one thing to do it for one game, but there's 79 left. Big challenge tonight against Ottawa, which we'll talk about in segment three of the podcast today. Um... Got to keep it going, night in and night out. It's a, nice to have a good start and move on from there. DeBrusque was also happy to have a 
Good night on his birthday. He hadn't been great on his birthday. Two career NHL games, scoreless, a minus three. Um, so it was nice for him to have that extra cherry on top of the birthday cake there. Jacob Lauko came out of the lineup as a healthy scratch. Uh, he'll get another opportunity for sure. But it might be difficult. Trent Frederick scored his first of the year off a feed from A.J. Greer. Uh, David Posternock scored again as well. So they're kind of finding some grooves here with the lineup and uh, might be a challenge for Lauko to get back into the lineup uh, with things seemingly firing at all cylinders here. Credit as well to Linus Allmark. He made 38 saves. Very strong start to the season for the netminder. I would expect that Jeremy Swayman will get the call here in Ottawa uh, on Tuesday evening. Finally, Connor Clifton with a strong game as well. He's got two assists, now has four helpers in three games. I don't think anybody's expecting him to average a point per game, but he was physical, he competed, made a lot of strong plays, and you know the Bruins were playing without three of their top four defensemen in this one. No Grizzlick, no McAvoy, no Carlo. Dan Renuff stepped in. Played pretty well for the Bruins, and any points they can pick up without those top defensemen in the lineup, not to mention Brad Marchand, is a bonus for the Bruins. And they now sit atop the Atlantic Division. Coming up here in a moment, we're going to look at the Atlantic Division power rankings. If it's not clear, Jake DeBrusque earning Big Bear of the Night honors to wrap up segment one here. Before we get to those power rankings, a quick word about Built Bar Puffs. If you haven't tried them yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Let me introduce you to your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course they're covered in 100% real chocolate. But they only have 160 calories and a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run, don't walk to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It's the perfect treat or find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. What's great about Built Bars is that all of their products are made with a collagen protein that your body absorbs more efficiently, providing tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your next order at Built.com. Com. All right, it's time to take an early look at the Atlantic Division power rankings. Spoiler alert, the Bruins, perfect 3-0-0 with a plus 8 goal differential sit atop the Atlantic Division. There was so much talk about the Bruins' injury issues coming into the season how important it was for them to get off to a strong start. 
There's a new coach behind the bench. Sure enough, couldn't have scripted it any better as the Bruins have yet to lose a game going 3-0-0 with that plus 8 goal differential. Possession-wise, they're playing great as well. A 5th-ranked 55.07 shot attempt differential at 5-on-5 for the Boston Bruins. Their shooting percentage, 5-on-5, is perhaps a touch high at 13.1, but that's a stark contrast from last season where they were at or near the bottom of that stat for quite some time to begin the season. 5-on-5 scoring, depth scoring is a huge strength for the Bruins. I think 10 of their forwards have scored goals so far this season. Just a remarkable start for the Bruins under new head coach Jim Montgomery. Tonight's opponent, as a spoiler, sits at the bottom of the division, and we'll talk about them here more in a moment. Second place team is one that was expected to make some improvements this year, and that is the Detroit Red Wings. They are 2-0-1 for 5 points, an 8.33 point percentage, and a plus five goal differential strong start under new head coach uh, Paula Lone they also have a um, where are they possession wise there's a bit of concern here they're a 44.83 in terms of shot attempt differential five on five 117 for 144 against They lost Tyler Bertuzzi for several weeks. Robbie Fabry remains out of the lineup. So there's reason to believe that the Detroit Red Wings could take a dip here soon. But for the moment, they've gotten off to a pretty good start. In third place, we're going to put the Florida Panthers. They're 2-1, of course, their lone loss coming last night against Boston. Um... Still a pretty good start for this team. They're a plus one when it comes to goal differential. They're integrating some new players into the lineup. Uh, They too, kind of a bubble team when it comes to possession, but 50.4. The Bruins really took it to them last night, which skewed those numbers uh, in Boston's favor and bumped Florida down a little bit. Uh, But still a pretty good start for the defending Atlantic Division regular season champions there's three teams who are off to 500 starts here in four through six Toronto Maple Leafs I don't know what to make of this team right now they have lost to the Montreal Canadiens and the Arizona Coyotes They're 2-2, a minus 1 goal differential. They have all kinds of issues in net with Matt Murray going off with an injury before a game the other day. Ilya Samsonov's looked all right. Eric Kahlgren stepped in last night and wasn't able to beat the Coyotes. So they have all the talent in the world up front. Some questions on defense in net. Uh, I'm going to bump the Maple Leafs down to 
fifth place and put the Buffalo Sabres above them. Sabres, they've only played two games. They're one and one, but they have a plus two goal differential. And uh, looking looking not bad. They Their possession number's a bit low, 47.06. I should add Toronto, 56.97. So they, you know, likely will find their way here, but... Because you lost to Arizona, you're not getting the benefit of the doubt. The Montreal Canadiens, I'm going to put in sixth. They're 2-2 two and two so far. Minus three goal differential. Uh, they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins last night. 48.02 when it comes to shot attempt differential. And again, that's calculated by taking your shots for your shot attempts against putting it in percentage form uh, so the canadians 20th place at the moment just ahead of the buffalo sabers toronto maple leafs in third so they likely will move up at some point but again you lose to the coyotes you're not getting the benefit of the doubt here a little surprisingly the tampa bay lightning well maybe not they got off to a slow start last season as well and we all know they ended up in the Stanley Cup final. They're one and two so far. Minus three goal differential. Uh, their possession stats a bit more encouraging. 53.15. So they should be okay. Uh, right now, not getting the uh, puck luck with a 6.49 shooting percentage at five on five. In last place in the Atlantic, the Ottawa Senators. There was much made of their improvements in the offseason, adding Claude Giroux, adding Alex DeBrinkett, Cam Talbot, who started the season on the injured list. So far, they've lost both games to begin the season. They've been outscored 7-3, to and they are certainly going to come out swinging tonight in their home opener looking to get and keep their energized fan base in the game loud i think they're expecting their biggest crowd in the past five years in ottawa tonight and uh, they're certainly going to be hoping for a senators win against the boston bruins the bruins of course coming off a back-to-back and having to travel uh, across the border so could be a slight advantage for the senators tonight and they should um, yeah be a tough out no doubt for jeremy swayman in net and the boston bruins especially with a depleted um, defense core so right now the bruins in first putting the red wings second panthers third sabers in fourth canadians in fifth maple leafs sixth lightning and seventh and the ottawa senators who we'll talk more about here in a moment in eighth place before we move on to a quick preview of tonight's game i want to thank you again for making locked on bruins your first listen today now make your second listen the game to game nhl podcast every moment every top performance every result 
Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so the Ottawa Senators will be looking to come out strong, come out swinging in their home opener tonight. A bit of a disappointing start for them. They are 0-2 after losses to the Buffalo Sabres and the Montreal, oh sorry, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Senators are believed to be a team on the rise, of course. They're a team that made some improvements in the offseason, looking to narrow the gap in the Atlantic Division standings. A lot of people think they could challenge for a playoff spot. <clears throat> Excuse me, but that might be a a tall task, let's say. Some of their players off to some slow starts offensively. They're led in scoring by newcomer Claude Giroux, who has a goal and an assist through two games. Uh, Brady Kachuk, Shane Pinto, the only other players to hit the back of the net. Alex DeBrinkett still looking for his first as a senator. That would surely get the crowd fired up tonight. Uh, Drake Batherson is always dangerous. He's looking for his first. Uh, Tim Stutzla looking for his first point of the game after signing a massive contract extension there. Um, Josh Norris also looking for his first point after he signed a pretty sizable uh, contract extension as well. So with some of these players looking for breakouts to start the season, with the home crowd super pumped and looking to validate all the excitement that's been building up over the summer, uh, the Bruins could be in a little tough here tonight. Again, coming off a game last night and having to travel across the border to get ready for this one. And still without three of their top four defensemen. In net for the Senators will be Anton Forsberg. Despite the two losses, he's been very good to begin the season. He's got a 9.24 save percentage. Um, the Bruins, of course, you know, firing on all cylinders when it comes to uh, scoring, led by David Pasternak, A.J. Greer, Patrice Bergeron, Jake DeBrusque, all with two goals apiece. A couple of their forwards looking for their first goals of the game, notably Craig Smith, who took a bump in ice time last night thanks to DeBrusque's return. He only has... um, Two shots on goal through three games. Bruins could really use him getting off the schneid here tonight. To contrast that, David Postrock leads the team with 19 shots on goal so far. Uh, so looking for Smith to step up here and and get going for the Bruins. He's given a guy that's been tied to some trade talk and uh, not doing himself or the team any favors by getting off to this slow start. So again, it should be Forsberg versus Swayman in net. Uh, And 
yeah, the Senators going to come out hopping. Maybe there'll be some nerves for some of these younger guys playing in front of the home crowd. They're not used to huge, raucous crowds, to be honest, uh, especially, you know, through COVID and then um, just not being as good the last couple of seasons. But excitement in Ottawa is very high right now. And uh, hopefully the Bruins can take advantage of those early game nerves, get a quick one like they did last night, and uh, shut them down. Could be could be a tall task, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Bruins do indeed suffer their first loss of the season uh, here tonight. But you never know what's going to happen. I didn't expect them to get six points to begin the season, um, but here we are. Great start for the Bruins. So much to be excited about. I can't even contain my excitement for this team with Brad Marchand and Charlie McAvoy back in the mix. I mean, the sky really is the limit, honestly. And uh, glass very, or cup very half full here today. On tomorrow's podcast, we're going to, of course, recap tonight's Senators game. We're going to uh, maybe open up the mailbag for any early season questions you may have. Later on this week, cup check, looking at the top five teams in the NHL and how the Bruins stack up there. They might even be still among them at that point. And uh, Friday, getting you ready for the weekend ahead. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you again for listening to Locked On Boston Bruins. Do be sure to check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast next. Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you all the fantasy wisdom you need to stay ahead of the competition. Have a great Tuesday, friends. Enjoy the victory from last night. Right back at it tonight, 7 p.m. against the Ottawa Senators. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about all the latest with respect to the Boston Bruins here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.